Hello and welcome to uh, the season finale of uh, From Across the Pond, our weekly uh, show about what we experience from across the pond uh, about different subjects. And the we is myself, Bram, and who's with me? Uh, it's myself, James. Hello and welcome to the show again. Yeah, it's uh, the final one of the season. It's yeah. it's going to be, it's been good. If we're going to just start with Anne and summarizing, I've enjoyed it, but yeah, it's always too. good to have a break. Freshen have up. A small break, freshen mm-hmm. up, sort of evaluate, see what's working, see what might not be working, stuff like that. Yeah. But we'll be back in like a month, so uh, you don't have to lose us for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going out with a bang because we're going to talk about movies this episode. Yes. Uh, I think there's lots to talk about. But mm-hmm. before we start talking about that, we're going to mention some of the highlights of our week, news-wise. So, James, what's your highlight? Highlight of my week has very much been, um, I'm going to say, the Schneider Cup uh, this week. As, as I've really just got into DC movies this week. I've watched... I found myself just being bored and just, like, ever since watching Justice League last week and just... I'm going to just check on Wonder Woman and just watch like this scene or I'm going to go out for a walk and play the soundtrack to Man of Steel. I don't know. I'm just every day there's something I'm just obsessed with it right now. And I, I'm like, I want to yeah. watch all the movies, you know. Um, no, I, I just reflecting on on Snyder Cut and just it just it was just it blew me away. And I just think the whole thing, it needs to continue. Um, I don't think it is personally but i just if you haven't seen i i'm a new i'm I'm a relatively new fan to the dc universe basically since probably last year my friend in work got me really into it and ever since then i've just i've just become a pretty much a super (laughs) i'm almost like a super fan um they're just really good i find them really relatable gritty and just they've got something about them and i just would recommend anyone to to, to watch them so that was my thing of the week just couldn't get out of my head <laughs> yeah i've watched as well i really liked it a lot as well i didn't like as in hindsight as much as say batman v superman which mm-hmm. is still my favorite from the dc oh, 100%. modern dc films uh, yeah. the ultimate edition that is but you know, it, it was it was really good really well made yeah i'm, I'm kind of over i'm yeah i think we're going to talk about that later <laughs> but i'm I'm done with like big CGI finales with like where like you're pretty much watching an animated film. Yep. So it had a bit of that for me at the end. Where I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm done with this, like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I found it very entertaining as well and really well made. I would also like to see it continue. I would. I I'm still very interested in that Ben Affleck solo Batman film that was uh, being developed because I think he's quite a good director. So. Uh, mm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen either. We can um, my, sto- my story of the week is actually something that came out just today, is that the cast of the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series was revealed. Mm. So it's a pretty big cast. Of course, we have Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, but a lot of other uh, people. I, uh, I, already wa- I already was kind of hyped for the show, but it looks like they're going to start filming in April so i expect that we're going to have some first official photographs around may the 4th probably like i think that's going to happen so uh, yeah looking forward to it 
Have they got, we got a date for this yet? Or is it still just... Uh, next year, I believe. 2022. Yeah. Because yeah. we've got Boba Fett I assume, year, it's, it, I assume it's not going to be as effects heavy as, say, The no. Mandalorian, perhaps. No. No, I think, I think I've seen set photos leak or... Yeah, that's that, that was for Obi Wan. I think that was for the Cassian Andor Cassian show, Andor. the other show. That's I see the UK now. It's made. The, yeah, it's yeah. I'm in his drone group uh, on Facebook, and there's this guy. He's like, it's so cool living like so close to studios. I can just fly my drone, and it's like, he just puts these photos up on um, on this drone group of the uh, the set of Star Wars. <laughs> but yeah, Cassian Andor. Then, so I'm guessing yeah. cause they normally film show, in the UK, don't what? they? They normally film mm-hmm. in the UK, Star Wars movies. Um, yeah, I think so. Like, I, I know the old ones are, are the original trilogy. Mm. I believe the prequels were filmed in Australia, at least episodes two and three. Yes, they and were. And the sequels were, I believe, also filmed in there the is UK. A, yeah, I know the scene in the forest. As well as Abu Dhabi and other... Yeah, Ray and Kylo Ren. I know that scene was filmed in Wales, actually. Mm. I have never been. And it's like the, the, the alleyway when he walks through... You know, and that's in um, that's in Wales. I will go one day. And of course, yeah, near the UK, the the, the island, Skellig Michael Islands, mm. near Ireland, yeah, the, in Ireland. the island where uh, Luke resides, yeah, in Last Jedi. So yeah, cool. I'm I'm really looking forward to that series. Mm. I think you are as well, right? Oh yeah, it's the most hyped series. The one, well, of all of them, they've announced it. Yeah. The fact that you've got the Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen coming back to reprise their roles. I think for, for our generation, you know, I grew up with episode one, two, and three. They really yeah, were, me all got me up. Episode one Star is what Wars. got me into Star Wars. 100%. So for us to have an addition to of those two actors coming back from my child, it's just going to be amazing. In a way, I'm quite sad that it's not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to see on the big screen. Um, there's that element of it. But at the same time, on the flip side, series means we get kind of more content. More, so yeah. it is what it is. I'm still wondering how they're going to do it with Hayden Christensen because I, I can't imagine them just bringing him back just to be in a Darth Vader suit. So it's mm. going to be flashbacks or something else or I don't know. But is this something like he's talking to him in his force? Because he was a force ghost at the end of episode six. I'm obviously theorizing. So like, was he talking to his force ghost? Because obviously Anakin... No, I'm. This no, because he's still alive. This is after. Well, when is it? Is it? Is it after? Oh, sorry, this is before episode four, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. I'm confused. I'm getting confused at the time. Sorry, I think it was after episode six. Well, makes sense because Obi Wan be dead. Um, yeah. Okay then. Yeah. No, doesn't make sense that either. It's got to be flashbacks, but I really hope they don't have a duel. I'm not. I don't want them to be. I mean, didn't Kathleen Kennedy say this is going to be the rematch of the century? Yeah, and I, I originally was like doubting that as well but then i remembered like in a new hope obi-wan says like he's no he's more machine now than man twisted and evil but the thing is how can he know that because mm-hmm. he had if he hasn't seen him since their duel in revenge of the sith when he was just you know burnt to a crisp so could we see them talk maybe with his helmet off or something and yeah maybe something like that i don't know <laughs> or flashbacks I, I i'm thinking flashbacks as well yeah I can't wait for those marathons, though. You know, when you watch episode one, two, three, and then watch the Obi-Wan series in between and, and then go to four. and then Well, Rogue One, then four. God, it's going to be good. Awesome. Well, as said today, our subject's going to be films or movies. Um, yeah, we're just going to talk about... I've prepared some questions. 
Um, but first, I don't know if you've prepared one, but do you have like a list of some of your favorite films? I was wondering. Just to establish what we're all interested in. Yeah, I don't have a list, but I did create a playlist based on um, on my Plex server. So I've got some in, in this thing. So let me just uh, go through it. There we go. Right, yes, I've got, I've got some films. I added like nine that were films I just love, you know, and... Mm-hmm. When we used to work in when I used to work in the cinema, we used to have um, you know, our badge, and you'd have um, my name, James Ashton, and below them would be a film that we really enjoyed. Oh, cool! So I started there. I guess that was the one that used to always come to my mind. And Wolf of Wall Street was mm. was it? It was one of the most like I think it's one of the first films I saw that was more like R rated for my age. You know, first eighteen movie I think I saw. I think anyway in the cinema. Um, I don't know. I just really love that movie. Um, the fact that it's a true story as well is blew my mind and, and and when i watched it the first time i didn't actually realize that the guy who he played is actually in the movie at some part so it was just really interesting um and then you know good cast as well margot robbie jonah hill um obviously leonardo DiCaprio. yeah you know there's there's a good cast there um yeah so that's one of my favorites one of my absolute favorites um do you want to continue on with my yeah list? yeah just, just go, just go on, through, like, yeah? just just list them okay like, I'm wondering um, what if some of your favorites are. So, you know, I touched on DC earlier, um, and you did bring up Batman vs. Superman. That is, mm, didn't quite make my list. Wonder Woman, for me, has made my list, because I just watched Wonder Woman, and I felt something. Like, I was just, this is a movie that I'm going to watch and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch. And I don't know what it is, but i just felt like wonder woman was doing more than just being a movie i might be getting too deep here but it's it's i don't know like i've watched captain marvel and black and i guess black widow coming soon now and all these female superhero stuff and none of them really get me i always feel like with marvel they're just half done or whatever and i feel like they need to do more in this area from i'm hoping black widow's gonna be really good i mean the trailer looks pretty good but i don't think it does enough and Wonder Woman for me, I just, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I think, I think it's more that it was in the period, that the cast, um, especially uh, Chris Pine. Um, I just think the whole movie was great. Wonder Woman, the first one, amazing. I've seen it like three times since, and I probably, I only watched it in the last year. So Wonder Woman's on my list. Um, we then go to... Which one do I want to talk about? I don't want to know. Oh, just, li- just list them. Like, okay, yeah. See if you have like a list of like all the yeah. ones that are in there. So I put Back to the Future on there. Again, I, I didn't, it was you that got me into this on the Colonel Talk Show. Mm-hmm. I was doing this thing on the Colonel where I was trying to watch new movies. So I've added, I added that on there. Um, I added The Dark Knight. The original, the first Dark Knight um, was my favorite um, I also put Dunkirk. I'm a sucker for like um, war movies. I absolutely love war movies, and Dunkirk I, it just really comes to my mind. More of emotional stuff in there. I you know saw it with family member. Um, it's a really good movie. I like that movie. Um, now we're gonna go on the flip side. I've put American Pie. <laughs> mm. Probably a bad movie, but it's just it just reminds me of growing up. You know, I mm. I just I absolutely love that movie for different reasons, and then it being a good movie. You know, I mean like a good film. Um, so that was that's when um, <clears throat> uh, Lord of the Rings series they resonate with me quite deeply. Uh, I remember 
watching the films and playing the games, watching the films, playing the games, growing up and dressing up and, you know, and you know, all that. I was more into that than Harry Potter growing up. Like, they were both big things and they were around the same time, but Lord of the Rings for me was... I was more into that growing up. Um, I've put the original Jumanji as well. Another thing of, of growing up, Robin Williams was just amazing in my childhood. Like, he was literally everywhere. Yeah, Genie to... Um, Mrs. Uh, Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. That's one as well. Funny enough, that's on mine, yeah. So Jumanji, I put that on there. <clears throat> and... Um, yeah, I, I kind that's kind of it, really. There was there's a few more that I've obviously missed off, but they're the ones that yeah we really would like to mention. <laughs> I've uh, created a list. I actually compiled the 25 my favorite films because mm-hmm. I was just busy and it came out at 25. Uh, first, I have some runner ups, and those are Alien, Beauty and the Beast, the original animated one, Ratatouille. Goodwill Hunting, which is also like very nice with Robin Williams, mm-hmm. uh, and three superhero films: Batman v Superman, Ultimate Edition, Superman 1978, and Batman 1989. Uh, but then uh, next are these. These are like my twenty-five. If if I would go to like a deserted island, I would take these films with me. Mm-hmm. I chose to limit myself to one per franchise, and also one per like <laughs> like there's one Disney animated film or one Pixar film on it. Um, so, and these are ranked alphabetically. So it's Back to the Future, um, right, classic. Blade Runner 2049, that's probably my favorite cinema experience I've ever had. The Dark Knight, uh, E.T., just nostalgia, and it's, I think it's yeah. a great film. Fantasia, that's actually my favorite Disney film. It's just it's so beautiful. It's, it's, it's like something Disney would never ever make again today, I think. Don't know if you've seen it. It's the musical one, isn't it? Yeah, it's classical music, yeah. and then it's with like animated scenes, and it's mm. amazing. Uh, Forrest Gump, I think m- many people know that. Goldfinger is my favorite Bond film. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite Harry Potter film. Hot Fuzz, I really like the Cornetto trilogy, and this one's my favorite. Mm. Jurassic Park, classic. La La Land, absolutely loved it when I saw it in the cinema. Marriage Story, which is actually one that I didn't like think of when I made the list, but that was like that re- film really impacted me some way, and I don't really know why, because mm-hmm. I haven't had that experience that happens in that film. Mission Impossible Fallout, that's probably my favorite modern action film. Like the stunts that they do in that is in- amazing. Mm-hmm. Like th- these are the kinds of action films I like compared to like the moral superhero films where everything's CGI. This is just freaking amazing yeah real people doing real things yeah yeah um once upon a time in hollywood is my favorite tarantino flick uh raiders of the lost ark is just the best action Mm. film ever made in general um that film is absolutely amazing also with stun work and the story and the characters and the music and everything uh rocky i really wasn't rocky as a kid and still am i think it's a beautiful film sinclair's list that's my favorite uh, world war ii film Mm-hmm. Scream is my favorite horror film. The Shining is just very well made, in my opinion. The Social Network, that's yeah. a film that's just very quotable for me. Uh, my favorite Star Wars film is The Empire Strikes Back, although that can also be A New Hope. That's sort of the flip-flops every day. It's either A New Hope or Empire. Mm-hmm. Toy Story is my favorite Pixar film. Whiplash is an <laughs> amazing film, and it's also quite funny sometimes with J.K. Simmons. And the final one that's just a childhood classic of mine is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So the old one the with Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, yeah. Not the new one with the terrible Johnny Depp performance <laughs> and everything. 
So yeah, that's that's a rundown of like my twenty five favorite films. These are like my desert island films, so mm. to say. That's actually there's there's a few on there I've never seen, and, and this is a problem with with me. And we spoke about this like last year when I was doing Colonel Talks, or if not longer than that. I've never like I've never seen certain films. I just don't know why I never did. You mentioned Mission Impossible. Never seen any of those movies. Never ever have. Really want to. Um, you mentioned Goodwill Hunting. And you mentioned Forrest Gump. Never seen any of those films. They are like classics, which I really need to watch. And I'm going to like, when we have this break, I'm going to set myself a little challenge, right? And I'm going to watch. <laughs> I am going to watch some uh, some classics. I'm thinking of doing like a 30 movies in 30 days type uh, mm. type thing. Watch a movie at night or something. Because it's, you know, it, it's doable. But yeah, there's a lot in there that resonates with me. And yeah, really good. Yeah, I kind of want to watch them all again as well. It's just... Mm. You know, it's it's like I, I I've watched some of them recently, some not, but I want to know if they like if they're still they still hold up because these are like from my memory, but some of them I haven't seen in such a long time. Yeah, and I guess would you Ooh, watch it again and then look at it differently? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Like, I don't know. I, I think I'm gonna watch them again, but I mm. also forgot one that's also like a runner-up. It's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> it's one of the funniest films ever. <laughs> yeah. Got Love it. that one. Good man. Um, I have another question. Do you also have like a film guilty pleasure? Like a film that is generally regarded as being bad or terrible, mm. but you like it still? Yeah, it's probably a few. I have one. The first that comes to my mind is Home. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but with Rihanna, Jennifer Lopez, and um, I don't know Jim it. Parsons. It's basically an animated film. And it's got Rihanna, Jim Parsons, and Jennifer Lopez. And it's just so like it's 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 bad. It's an animated, you know, kids film. But I just watch it. All, I watch it all the time. I don't know what to watch. But put home on. Like the music's good. You got Rihanna singing <laughs> on it. Oh, it's great. I can't wait till like I have kids and they really want to watch it all the time. Yeah, put it on. <laughs> put it on. Put it on. Um, Daddy, Daddy wants to watch Home again. Yeah. Um, and growing up, I was a massive Hannah Montana fan. Basically, mm. you probably didn't expect me to say that, but my sister. Um, you know, I grew up with a younger sister, seven years younger than me, and um, I turned into a massive Miley Cyrus Rocana Montana fan, as we spoke about Miley Cyrus and the music thing. So Hannah Montana the movie, just what a great movie. <laughs> just that's another guilty pleasure, but they're like probably the most extreme guilty pleasure movies um, you know, out of it well, out there, I guess. Um so you got the yeah. best of both worlds. I got basically. the best of both worlds. Hundred <laughs> percent. Talking about my guilty pleasure film, it also has like a killer song in it. Like my ultimate guilty pleasure film, and I know it's bad, and I know it's not good, and it's over the top. But I freaking love Armageddon. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Armageddon. No. I I love that film, and I I can't I can't say why because it's cheesy as hell, and it's like over the top, and it's about. It's about oil drillers who train to become astronauts to drill a hole in an asteroid. Okay. <laughs> and like even on the DVD commentary, Ben Affleck, who plays in the film, says like, isn't it more plausible to train astronauts to be drillers? <laughs> like it, it's it's so stupid, but I, I love it. And I, I don't know why. It, it has like a great uh, soundtrack with like Aerosmith with I Don't Want to Miss a Thing on it. And 
I don't know. I, I, I absolutely love that film. It's it's stupid. It's it's insane. But I, uh, I, 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 I can't really say why. I just love it. Michael Bay. And um, yeah, I can see you believe now. Even it's directed by Michael Bay. I believe it's written by J.J. Abrams as well. Or oh, co-written. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking on Rotten Tomatoes. So 38% on, on the yeah. tomato meter. But <laughs> audience score is 73% mine. So. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> it. It's 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 so 90, so it's so cheesy, yeah. so over the top. It's There's like a romance and, you know, the color grading is like that really Michael Bay orange and teal look. Mm. And I don't know. I love it. <laughs> and adding adding I can't it say list. why. Adding it to the list, Bram. Never seen it. Um... I, uh, the next one. Um, what are some of your favorite cinema experiences? Obviously, cinemas are now closed, so I thought maybe mm. we can reminisce a bit about the good old days. Oh, Mr. Cinema. Uh, just putting that aside a sec. I really do miss going. I, I used to work there. And amazing. It's just an amazing place. It, it's, it's some people, you're like, what are you about cinema? It's just you go there and you can forget about the bad day you had. Like, I used to love going to the movie theater after work. You've had a terrible day. Your boss has been an idiot. You just, you just, you just so down, and you're just like, you no, know well, I want to go there. I want to go to a galaxy far, far away. I want to forget about it for two hours. And there's nothing better than that. It's also a great place to go on a date because you haven't got to make have small talk and uh, you know talk to anyone. You can just watch a movie. <laughs> um, but no, I do miss going to the cinema, and, and I've had some really good moments. I know you mentioned on Blade Runner earlier, but for me, mine. Uh, I've I've been to see a few movies. So the, one of the first one of the things that come to mind as soon as you said that was I went to see The Last Jedi in um four was it four D that was it. I've never had an experience like that in my life watching a Star Wars movie in four D. This is where obviously the, the seat moves. You have air pushed in your face and I hate water. <laughs> it was amazing and and I've obviously I've seen the film before that you know but this was like a second or third viewing. But that was a really good experience. Um, and it, it I've seen it for other films as well. I saw Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter that, like that. But it wasn't as good for Harry Potter. There wasn't as many like certain action sequences. Whereas a film like Star Wars, you're literally like in the X-Wing. It's moving around. And I don't know if you know the begin- the first shot of well, one of the first shots of um, Last Jedi when Poe literally puts like the handbrake on and swings yeah. around. That was in <laughs> that scene just sticks out. The whole seat when I remember the popcorn like nearly went up. It was just mad. It was just yeah, that's what I don't get. It's like great. it feels more like a theme park than going to the cinema. Yeah, like yeah. I've never experienced that, and I think <clears> I never will because just because I hate gimmicks like that. I hate three D. Yeah, I hate movie chairs. I hate wind being <laughs> blown in my face. I just want to see a movie. But that's like what a I mean. Good quality, but it's you. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It was good, but I wouldn't. That wouldn't have been my only viewing of the movie. Like no, no, you, no. you. If you was gonna watch a film like like I don't know about Star Wars movies, but I've I've gone nine, ten times plus in the cinema to see it, just because, you know, why not? Um, but for the, you know, obviously that was like time number two or three or something. So if you're gonna do it, it's not gonna be the only time, in my opinion. And and you're also gonna be really selective in the films that you choose based on obviously Harry Potter that I went to see. You know, there's only the Quidditch scene that was quite good for you know on the mm. room and stuff. But other than that. You just basically find yourself moving with the camera. Like when the camera pans over, you're like gently moving up. So it gives you the feeling that you're like moving with the image. Um, so yeah, that was, it was a good experience, but it was that. Um, another experience then, I guess, we have a thing here called um, Odeon Cinemas and they have a thing called the gallery. And basically, like it's like 
eight quid a ticket or something, but the gallery is something like 20 pound a ticket. So what that gives you is just like unlimited food, um, basically like a valet service or valet service or waiter service. Um, they're literally there like coming out and giving you popcorn all the time. You can go out and get as many drinks as you want. Um, I went to see Dunkirk in that. That was one of my good experiences. Like just, and you're, you're literally up the top in a gallery looking down everywhere and like it's it's really good and you know just the whole experience wise i guess i think i actually did a video on my youtube channel about it and just got a lot of uh got a lot of views on that it's it's really good really good the gallery um but just wrapping up i think we when i was in the movie theater i worked in we had a new a new screen again added, or one of the screens that was there got upgraded for, to an X Plus screen, they called it. That was the branding. And basically what that was was Dolby Atmos coming into the screen and a full uh, wall-to-wall. I think it's quite IMAX, but bigger screen than what we had before. And we watched, or we had uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, I believe, was mm. the movie that came out. And I didn't see the movie, but I saw like a few scenes. They gave us like... Uh, like a demo type thing. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty incredible in that screen. So that was one of my first experiences with Dolby Atmos and like the whole demo tracks that they would show before the films. And um, yeah, really interesting. So that was that was another another moment. Yeah, so for, for me it was like Blade Runner. And there's like, I, I'm kind of like the total opposite of you. I hate like gimmicks in cinemas. Mm. So I hate 3D. I hate like, I hate like going, I, like... Uh, I don't want to get like food between my movies. I just want to watch a movie, not be like yeah. disturbed whilst watching Agreed. it. So mm-hmm. I'm all for like Dolby Cinema and IMAX. I love stuff just to make the films better, but like 3D can like go away and like those moving chairs and stuff. I hate stuff like that. So I, when I talk about like a, for me personally, when I talk about the experience, like it's more about how the movie, like I just got sucked into the movie. Mm. And I have like two favorites, like Blade Runner 2049 is one. I went to see that in the Dolby Cinema. Um, it was actually not that busy. Like I think it was one of the 10 people in the in the, in the theater. And it was just like, I was so sucked into that film with like, it, has an, it had an amazing sound mix in Atmos and like the visuals were like so beautiful and like that laser Dolby Cinema image. And even though it wasn't in 3D, I was still, like, so sucked into the film. And, like, that's one of the only films that I can watch at home and where I can say, like, it's not as good as when I watched it in the cinema just because of that whole experience. Because generally I prefer watching movies at home compared to the cinema just because I hate people in cinemas a lot. Um, But then again, the other favorite experience of mine was when I went to see The Force Awakens because it was, like, premiere night and, like, there were so many fans in the auditorium and normally i hate when people like cheer or speak during the film but then it was like cool when like han solo came on screen first like everyone cheered and normally i hate stuff like that like i watch some of those like um movie reaction videos sometimes on uh, on youtube yeah where in like america like people are like screaming as, as if they're at a concert when like something happens in the film that mostly happens with like the well like the the mcdonald's film so to say like the, the big blockbuster don't just the big blockbuster films that everyone goes to so like the well, Star Wars a bit and MCU and like superhero films or and I was like oh I'm so happy that, that stuff like that doesn't happen over here because I oh, I hate it when people like talk during the movie or like kick your seat or 
stand up or have their phones on and start screaming like a lunatic and like shut up and just watch the movie <laughs> by the way i just i just picked up a list but i forgot to mention one film but it's actually good because i wanted to like talk about it in the next question and that was like um well I'll let you go first what is a film that like impacted you on like an emotional level you could say like that's a film that made me like emotional not necessarily cry but like hmm. you felt something from it I'm just laughing to myself what my answer is going to be. Um, Greatest Showman. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely love that movie. Choice. Absolutely love that movie. It's very like... I actually watched it for the first time last week. Did you? <laughs> oh, we saw it like three or four times in the cinema. Um, me and my, my sisters are very much a, a big fan of musicals. And we went once, we went twice, took my grandma, went three times, went four times to a sing-along edition. It was like, it just, it just, it, it made me feel something. You know, it was a really good movie. Just enjoyed it. That one comes to mind. And then I guess the theme here is musicals because the Rocket Man movie, uh-huh. you know, I spoke last week or week before music, when we spoke about music a few weeks before. And that movie literally turned me into an Elton John mega fan. Like I've never, I've was always a fan of it, but I was like, oh my god, this song is a banger. This song's a banger. Oh my god, I love this song. I remember this song. Wow, wow, wow! And all of a sudden, I'm a mega fan. So, yeah, they, I guess they're movies that have shaped, that especially the Rocket Man, and it's shaped me now. Like over the last like mm. two years and seeing it, I, I don't listen. I listen to Elton John every day, more or less. You know, it's it's weird how um you know seeing a movie can then you know turn you into, into something it, it impacts your life um and i guess growing up i'm gonna go i'll give an example for that one of those i think toy story would be a really if i remember being i haven't I remember toy story and obviously everyone had all the toys we all had the toys we all had yep. them in the room yep. we I all had put, a woody and bus but i bet you put them there you balanced it. You thought, right, I'm going to shut the door now and they're going to move. You did it, Brown. Yeah. We all did every, it. Every child did. <laughs> we yeah. did it, you know, and it, I, I, I think I honestly put Toy Story down to the reason why I'm creative today, why mm-hmm. I create videos on YouTube, why I want to make things, why I'm, because when I was a kid, Toy Story literally, I would play with my toys like I'd never played them before because you literally was watching somebody play with toys on TV, on the TV or on a movie or in the cinema or something. So I think that was a big thing in my life. Toy Story and Rocket Man, they're the two two biggest, yeah. For me there was Star Wars. Like I had loads of Star Wars stories and it just became mm. very like well, I didn't film them, but I sort of like made my own Star Wars movies in my head with like my yeah. action figures. So you had like I don't know, Luke Skywalker fighting General Grievous or something like that. Just just cool. imagine your own things. Mm. Um for me it's like um well, that's one film that I I forgot to mention, like, when I mentioned my list, but it was on there. That's Spider-Man 2, the original one. And that actually came, like, I watched that film... Sorry. I watched the film a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, it hits so different, just because I'm... They're in, like, a similar situation as Peter Parker is in that film. And Spider-Man is, like, my favorite superhero ever. Uh, Even as a child, I didn't care for any superheroes except Mm Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So that film now is like that film is so great. It's, it's my favorite comic book film. Oh, it, it, yeah. it is like human. It is emotional. It has great action. That's ju- that feels real. Yeah. Even though there's of course a lot of CGI involved. That's sort of 
that's sort of my difference between like that film and say Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, which is just like, oh, it's just endless, endless noise on the screen. And this film is just like, there's, there's like action, but it ends with just Peter Parker talking to Dr. Octavius, who's just sitting there in the water and they have like a good conversation. It's like, that's the stuff I want. Yeah. Um, but anywho, uh, <laughs> that's another <laughs> thing. But like that film, like made me just very emotional when I watched it last time, just because I could really ident- identify with Peter Parker. Uh, other one is just like, I, I'm really a sucker for like Spielberg in general, like uh, E.T. is one. Um, but also like darker stuff like Schindler's List is like just because it's so horrifying and because it's real mm-hmm. well not the film is not real but what happened was real um, what is your yeah, thing on, on true movies on like true story movies like what's your do you like when you when you watch a movie and you don't realize it's true it's all happened to us I guess and then at the end of the film you realize oh my god it's a true story like wow <laughs> uh, well, well I, I usually know beforehand if it's real or not like I've never been like surprised that a movie like wasn't mm. was or wasn't real. But one movie that did shock me with that was Midway. Have you seen that Midway with Woody Harrelson? Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, it started. Obviously, it's real because it's a war thing. But then you didn't realize the characters were actual soldiers in the war. If you know what I mean. So you, when it got to the end, you're like, oh my god! Like he was actually the person. He actually played the person on the boat. Like I, it wasn't like a reconstruction or like mm. you know like a period thing. Um, that's what I meant by that. Like, yeah. But, um, for me it's by the way also like Pixar is always a good one that gets me mm-hmm. like still like I watch Coco and Toy Story 4 in cinemas and just, I couldn't hold it anymore and in general like I, I like I, I get really emotional with films that have like bittersweet endings like La La Land for example I don't know if you've seen it no I haven't seen that one uh, it, it, it ends very it, it ends like good for the characters but it's bittersweet for what they wanted in the beginning uh, it's pre- and the same with like I don't know if you've seen Marriage Story. Yes, I've seen Marriage Story. Yeah, like that ending is just like it's 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 nice, but it's like it, it hits you just because mm. it ends well, but it's not what you expect, and that's probably why La La Land's one of my favorite film endings ever. Like I I love the ending of of that film. That the ending itself elevates from like an eight to a ten for mm. me. That's um, what so makes those a film, are, those are it? some examples. Mm. That's what makes a film though. Once it once it come full circle in a way. Once you've once it's the characters had a good, you know, when the character's been done well, I guess, and then you come to the end, you think, you know, well, yeah, what I watched at the beginning of the movie and how they've progressed throughout it and how they've ended now, that's where they should sit. You never Yeah, want but that, that's sort of the thing, like, with La La, like, I don't know, do you care for spoilers or? No, I don't care, no. Uh, well, for people who want spoilers, like, skip one or two minutes forward. Yeah. It, the film is about, like, two people who are, like, very ambitious in what they want to achieve in their lives, so... Uh, you have the the girl, and she wants to be an actress, and she wants to be respected. And the boy, he wants to be a jazz musician, and wants to own his own nightclub. And while searching for that, they find each other, and they get in love, and everything's going well. But in the end, they feel it doesn't work out. And the film ends with like him sitting in that jazz club that he always wanted, and she has become a favorite actress. And she she just came back from a award show, I believe. And they stop at, and they say like, oh, there here's a nice bar, and they enter and she sees him and they and he sees her and they just smile at each other and they leave so in the end they got everything they wanted except each other i think that's such a good ending mm. it's weird to explain it but it's it's really <laughs> it's really really good in the film in well yeah opinion. and it's obviously musical music as well and then <clears throat> yeah as you say 
So yeah, I think that's yeah. I, I I'm not that. It's not that fast, and I'm emotional with films. I am a, mm. like when I'm invested in them. Like the final Harry Potter film was like very. It hit me here, and like Star Wars, same thing with like yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Even though that isn't like my favorite Star Wars film, it had some moments where I was like, oh man. Also because of, of course, what happened to Carrie Fisher, for example. Yeah, of course. That's the same yeah. thing I have now with, like, Robin Williams. It's like, even it, when it's a funny film, I watch it and I just get sad that he isn't here anymore. Mm. Like, those are, like, I normally don't get to um, emotional when, like, a celebrity that I don't know dies. But, like, Carrie Fisher and Robin Williams were, like, two examples where I was like, man, this hits. Mm. Yeah. Big part of my childhood. Well, both of them, really, yeah. Princess Leia and Mrs. Doubtfire. And the genie, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really, really good in Good Will Hunting as well. Mm. That's one I really want to see. Good Will Hunting, and there was another one. What was the other one? Another one. Good Morning Vietnam? That's the one. I knew it began with G. They're under, they're under <laughs> two goods. Yeah, no, them two. That's the one. Well, I think this concludes our episode and our season. Uh, yeah, we we talked about films. Now, do you have anything you want you have to say about films, like a final statement or? No, um, I, I just you know I just I I think that for me I've, I've got to watch more movies. You know I do watch, try and watch. I don't know what would you say you watch per month, like now. Like if you say uh, how many movies do you yeah. watch in a month, or do you watch more TV? Not that, not that much anymore. I watch more TV lately, but mm. I, I have some films still on my queue. Like let me check that because. I, I like updated my Netflix list a couple of weeks ago just because I, I want to see more films. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I also have a lot of TV series to watch. But like uh, The Exorcist is one I put on my list a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. Never seen it, but I really want to see it. I think. Uh, I've seen it. Furthermore, like Little Women's one, I still need to watch. Also on my list. Um, yeah, I still I still have lots of stuff. I need to watch more of them. Maybe I'm gonna watch something tonight just to just mm. to pick it up i'm gonna watch movie tonight so i've got a list of six movies on my oh this is from way before covid this is a bit bad so coco i've never seen coco that's top of my watch list oh, on Plex. that's another yeah. that's another ending that makes me emotional <laughs> yeah i've never seen coco uh, the irishman as well which is that one with yeah. robert de niro uh also is, still need to see that long movie um the second jumanji movie <laughs> i really like the first one so i've never seen the second one um and for some reason cats is on here i think that was before <laughs> before all this thing um yeah probably that needs to come off and i need to add on your goodwill hunting and um, good morning vietnam and also some others but uh yeah no i just need to watch more movies i think you know I, i've watched quite a few recently i'm basically watching a movie like every single friday recently You've been watching, like, mm. getting into the habit of watching, like, WandaVision and then, and now Falcon, but then watching a movie straight afterwards. And last week we just, I think it was last week we watched Justice League, um, or week before. Um, so, yeah, you know, plenty to watch. There's always plenty to watch. And sooner cinemas get back, sooner, sooner cinemas get back open. I think what this year has made me realize is, you know, some nights I've got a cinema here that's, that has movies starting at 1 a.m. sometimes. Mm. Like, I'm up at that time, <laughs> like on a, on a Saturday night. Just go, just go and watch a movie on my own more. Yeah, know? that's why yeah, I want to do. For me as well, like where I live now is like, it's a ten minute walk to the cinema. Mm. Then again, there are there are many films coming this year that I still like. I really really want to see. Mm. It's like I really want to see the Spider Man Spider Man one, the new one, just because apparently Tobey Maguire is coming back to it, the original 
Yeah. Like my Spider-Man from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, James Bond, No Time to Die. Oh, yeah. Like, I love James Bond, so I, I'm just so looking forward to that film. I've waited far too long for this, and I want it. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like over a year, isn't it? Well, it's kind of up to a year now. It should have been out last April, shouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. mad. Hopefully it comes out this uh, this fall. I think it will. It has to. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, that was it. That was the final episode for this season. So thank you all for listening. Um, James, where can people find you online? Yes. So everyone can find me on uh, on Twitter, uh, at James Ash with two H's, and uh, also on YouTube. So youtube.com slash James Ash. And also, if you are into movies, then I've started a movies YouTube channel, which I've literally rebranded and launched yesterday. And aiming to put content on there over the next few few days, actually. So, youtube.com slash movieswithjames or also on Instagram um, at movieswithjames. You can find me at, uh, at Bram Holthuis on Twitter. And you can't find me on YouTube. So, that <laughs> makes it all easy. Not yet. Uh, thank, <laughs> James, thank you for your time. And we'll be speaking to each other soon for the next season. Yes. Uh, Shall we give a small preview of what's to come? What's like our first episode is going to be, probably? Well, I guess, does it fall on me? <laughs> what's oh, it going to be? Um, do, 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 it, but is like the nep- next episode close or is it far, far away? Maybe that's a good uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've already decided. You reminded me. Go for it. Right. Well, that that was the clue. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys on May the 4th. It's going to be about Shrek, <laughs> but far, far away. Now, we're thinking about doing a Star Wars episode for May the 4th, because we're both, uh, well, I know you are, but for me as well, I'm a, I'm a really, really big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to b- talk about Star Wars on May the 4th, and that's going to be our first episode for the new season. Yes. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you... Uh, in a month, around or so. Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>